Hi, this is Claire Vo, co-founder and CEO of Experiment Engine, and today I'm going to be talking about why and how an e-commerce company can start their A-B testing and conversion optimization program. So the first thing I want to talk about is why e-commerce companies, particularly sophisticated e-commerce companies, should consider conversion rate optimization an essential tool for their product and marketing teams to meet their mutual growth goals. So if you are a e-commerce owner, business owner, marketing manager, acquisition manager, product manager, uh, your goal is always going to be to maximize the value of your customers coming through your site. So you're gonna to want to, of course, drive revenue ups, but also increase revenue per visitor, increase repeat purchase rate, all those wonderful things that make e-commerce companies grow so quickly. One of the best ways to improve all those metrics, of course, is A-B testing and conversion optimization. This is a data-driven process that allows you to get at the best version of your site and maximizes the metrics that really make a difference to your bottom line. Many e-commerce companies do A-B testing. This isn't something new in the market, but we find that every day more and more people grow their testing program and more and more people get more sophisticated about their e-commerce program. So whether you are starting your e-commerce conversion optimization program or looking to expand it, there's a couple things you should think about as you go into your A-B testing tool. The first is how you know when you're ready to start testing. So this is for those um, of you out there who maybe have an e-commerce site, have seen some growth and success, and wonder, what is this conversion rate optimization thing? What is A-B testing? And is it something I can really get a lot of value out of in my business? And the answer is yes. Yes and no. So you do have some qualifications for getting the most out of A-B testing. The primary qualification is that you have at least a minimum amount of traffic that would allow you to drive statistically significant results in your testing. For those that are unfamiliar, A-B testing is a method by which you split the traffic of your site into different experiences. So 50% of your visitors will see you know, one existing version of your site, and maybe 50% of other visitors will see something very different, a different price, a different call to action, a different experience, different imagery. You then take the data from those two pools of customers and compare them and see if one experience outperforms the other in a statistically significant way. As with all statistical analysis, this requires a minimum sample size in order for you to be really sure that you're improving your conversion rate or revenue per visitor. So there is a minimum amount of traffic that sites need in order to really take advantage of the data-driven aspect of conversion optimization. We like to say that it takes about five to 10,000 visitors to run an effective test in a week for most e-commerce companies. That means that you have probably an average conversion rate of about 3%, and you're looking to increase that conversion rate by at least 10%. To get to that level of statistical significance, it really requires about that five to 10,000 visitor limit, although you can get at some interesting information with less traffic or just run your tests a little bit longer. It still is really valuable for you low traffic e-commerce sites out there, but where you're really going to see compounding returns from A-B testing and conversion optimization is when you have the traffic to maximize its value. 
So let's say you've established that you have enough traffic that you're comfortable with the level and frequency of testing you're able to do. There are plenty of online calculators out there. One we really like is uh, the one from Visual Website Optimizer. Their split test duration calculator gives you a really good sense given the metrics of your specific e-commerce site, how many visitors you'll need to run the type of testing program you want. But let's just say you guys are all successful e-commerce owners, you have plenty of traffic, your conversion rate is, is doing okay and you're ready to start testing. What do you need to do? What types of resources are needed to get a, t a truly good testing program off the ground? Or what do you need to take your sort of um, ad hoc A-B testing program to the next level? So you need three things. The first thing you need is a deep understanding of your own business. And if you're running a successful e-commerce company, you should already have this. You shouldn't dive into A-B testing or conversion rate optimization without a baseline understanding of how your current site metrics are performing. This is so essential for any A-B or for any e-commerce company to know. And I'm sure all of you out there either use Google Analytics, Kissmetrics, or any of the under other wonderful web analytics tools to really understand how your current site is performing. Once you have these baseline analytics tools in place, you need, of course, an A-B testing tool. So this is a technology that allows you to do those wonderful things, which is split your traffic into different experiences programmatically, cookie them to make sure that people see consistent experiences, even though they're in different test versions, reporting to see how your new tests perform on your key metrics, and um, a platform to help you manage this. There are great A-B testing and conversion optimization tools out there. Experiment Engine, of course, is one. Uh, Optimizely is also a wonderful A-B testing tool, and Experiment Engine is one of their Optimizely certified technology partners. These tools are essential. You can also build them in-house. There's, um, there's a couple open source projects available for different languages, JavaScript, Ruby, Python, that will allow you to do what is called server-side A-B testing, but those are for pretty advanced teams, and I'd highly recommend something out of the box. Once you have a baseline understanding of your site with your web analytics, you've evaluated and chosen an A-B testing technology, the final thing you need, as with all wonderful business projects, are resources. So these are the key players on your team that are going to help execute your testing roadmap. You need these resources across a diverse set of disciplines. First, of course, I'm gonna go back to it, is analytics, somebody that can help you interpret the test results. But you also need product people to help you identify what you should change about your site experience. Marketing people to help you understand where your traffic is coming from, what specific channels, and how you can maximize how paid search or other marketing channels affect your overall conversion rate. Designers and developers are essential to help you create test variations and get them into the testing tool. While A-B testing technologies are, are becoming more and more user-friendly, they do generally require a level of technical sophistication that your general marketer might not have. So it's always useful to have a technical resource by your side as you start A-B testing. So those are the three things you need to really get started. Uh, an understanding of where your site is and your baseline analytics, an A-B testing or conversion optimization tool that will give you the technical capacity to run tests, and finally, a cross-functional team that will help execute your testing program.
So you uh, are at this point in our overview of how and why an e-commerce company should start A-B testing and doing conversion rate optimization. That means that you're bought into the value of improving your conversion rate, which if you are an e-commerce company, I hope is critically essential to your business and something you're really focused on. You have looked at your traffic and you've gotten enough growth that you feel confident you can get statistically significant results in a reasonable amount of time. You have done the thing you need to acquire the resources to begin your testing program. That means setting up your analytics tool, choosing an A-B testing technology, and building the team to execute your testing pipeline. So then what does the process of actually running a testing program look like? Well, there are several steps, as there are with all things that are worth doing, in running an A-B testing or conversion rate optimization program. The very first step and the reason why having your web analytics is so critical to starting your testing program is identifying your opportunities. So most sites have several pages, some can have millions of products, and you have everything from your homepage, dedicated SEM landing pages, to your cart and checkout flow. All these points are opportunities to improve your conversion rate, but how do you, as somebody who is starting or scaling their conversion program, really identify what the best opportunity to test is? Well, the answer should be there in your data. You should be able to look at your web analytics tool and critically assess your conversion funnel. How many people fall out of your website at every single step of the flow? And where are their big drops? Maybe a lot of your customers will add something into cart, but you can't get them to check out. Maybe you have tons of traffic to your homepage from social, but you can't get them to browse the right products. Look into your web analytics tool and really identify where these critical fallout points are and they can be your first opportunities for testing. The next step, once you've identified a key opportunity to test, is generating a hypothesis on how you can improve the experiment at that point in the funnel to increase conversion rates. So let's give an example. Let's say you have wonderful, you're an e-commerce company that sells watches and you have just blown up on Instagram. So you are getting tons of really exciting engagement on social and that traffic that is turning into traffic to your homepage. People are viewing your homepage and viewing your watches on their product details page, but no one's adding anything to cart. You know that if they add something to cart, they're very likely to check out purchase and then refer a friend and that friend will purchase more. So you know how critical it is to get people from the product details page to the cart. So you've identified that opportunity and now we need to generate a hypothesis on how we can improve that flow. Since we know these users are from social, maybe the, the voices of their friends and their peers are very critically important to them. So perhaps in your first test, you would generate the hypothesis that social proof and reviews need to be more prominent on your product details page in order to reinforce this specific type of traffic that you're getting to those pages to check out and add their items to cart. So that would be a hypothesis. I think that if we add social proof and reviews more prominently on our product details page, people will be more confident in purchasing these products and our conversion rate will go up. So you've identified your opportunity, you've generated a hypothesis, and now comes in the team. So you have a general hypothesis, but that in itself is not a test. This is where product UX and designers come into play and design variations of your existing page that feature more prominent reviews 
or social proof. Once this goes through a design process, typically you would need to code up this test in your testing tool. Tools like Optimizely do have a drag and drop sort of WYSIWYG interface for you to design a variation right in the window, but sometimes with more technical implementations or complex designs, you're really going to want a front-end engineer to overview that code, code and make sure that it's ready to go live. So you've designed your test, you've got it coded up. It typically should go through a QA process, so you'll want to push it to staging and make sure everything works across browsers, and then it's ready to run. So in your A-B testing tool, you then get to press that wonderful play button, go live, and your traffic is beginning to be tested. That test, as we said, can take a couple days if you have tons of traffic, up to a couple weeks if you have more limited traffic. But once it's run, the, the big step comes in. How do you analyze results? All of the testing tools will provide you with goal-by-goal -goal results tracking revenue per visitor, conversion rate, and other funnel metrics that help you evaluate if the new variation of your page really increases conversion rate. You can do very, very complex statistical analysis on your own using your own data as well if you pair that with the results from your testing tool. But most people who are just getting started with their testing programs simply rely on the baseline metrics uh, available out of the box from those tools. Finally, I think this is a step that most people skip, but if you're really invested in building a testing program, you then wanna share that knowledge both up and across your organization. So summarizing that whole path from identifying the opportunity to what the hypothesis was, to what the test looked like and how it, how it was on the code, to the results all need to be summed up into learnings that can be shared across the team. These insights are so critical because even if a test loses, there's something often to learn about your experience and about your customers that can benefit people across product, marketing, operations, and sales. Finally, if you're lucky enough to get a winner, it's time to implement it. So again, bringing in those technical resources and implementing the winner as production code on your site. So those are the, I think, nine steps that we have outlined. Identify opportunities, generate hypotheses, design code, QA your variations, run your experiment, analyze your results, share your knowledge, and if you're lucky, implement winners. And that all took a quite a bit of time to explain. It takes sometimes much longer to actually execute. But then the best thing to do is cycle on that right away over and over. Experiment Engine and I believe other companies who are best-in-class testing programs really believe in continuous iterative A-B testing and conversion optimization. By continually tweaking and testing your web experience and your mobile experience, you can often compound gains that drive significant growth across your e-commerce business. But that's pretty easy to say that you should be doing A-B testing and conversion optimization continuously. How do you actually make that happen within an organization? Once you've run your first few tests, you should, hopefully, if you're doing it right and you're learning quickly, have a couple wins where you can really go to your executive team or your leadership team and prove that A-B testing is something that you should be investing in. It drives 
very directly measurable ROI for e-commerce companies. And once you have the leadership buy-in on your testing program, you really need to build a comprehensive process and a set of resources that are dedicated to doing this on a continuous basis. That can be very, very challenging for teams. Often that means hiring a team in-house and making sure that that team is managed and operationally very efficient. Sometimes um, e-commerce companies can rely on agencies who can take this over on a project or retainer basis. Or sometimes companies leverage new technologies like Experiment Engine that provide an end-to-end -end solution for you know, identifying opportunities, sourcing variations and getting them designed, rolling up the reporting, and making sure that all that stuff happens on a continuous basis. It's really important to evaluate what your budget is, what your team is able to leverage internally, and what's going to get the maximum ROI for your e-commerce testing program. Finally, how you should evaluate the success of your testing. We can do an entire, um, an entire session on statistical analysis, e-commerce metrics, what to measure. At a high level, they're the things that I've already mentioned. Order conversion rate, revenue per visitor, funnel fallout, and site engagement, and more advanced things like mobile performance and return visitors and social sharing. But those that can stay for another day. What I would really talk, like to talk about is how you determine the success of your overall testing program. If you test a lot, you are going to get wins and you are going to get losses, and you're gonna have a lot of metrics and a lot of data and after your hundredth test, it's going to be very hard for you to take a step back and think, was this the right way, way to dedicate my resources and was this the right place to put some time? So I can tell you how to make that case for your testing program. The first thing to do is always keep very dedicated records of what you've tested when, when what lost, what won, and then the most critical part, what you've learned. Every test should be an opportunity to gain an insight about your customer performance, your customer experience, and what really makes them tick and want to purchase. Once you have that record, it's very easy to see, am I testing continuously? What's my testing velocity? How many tests per month on average am I running? Is that testing velocity scaling with my testing capacity? As I grow traffic, either in high volume months or as I grow my business in a general, Am I also in turn increasing my, my testing velocity? Am I running tests every week? Or for some of the more advanced teams out there, am I running tests every day or every hour? What does my testing coverage look like? And then finally, what is my win rate? The thing that people really, really care about are how many wins am I getting and what does that add to the bottom line? How can I calculate dollars added to my e-commerce revenue from my testing program? Here at Experiment Engine, we build custom models for our customers to evaluate incremental uh, revenue lift for their testing program. It's a complicated and often very unique process for each e-commerce company, and it's something that you should really look into doing yourself if you're interested in building a sophisticated e-commerce optimization program. 
So that is my overview on how and why an e-commerce company should start A-B testing. We talked about what the great things um, conversion optimization can do for your business. Not only does it help drive revenue, but really the increased conversion rate can have downstream effects on your um, cost per acquisition, the channels you can open up to, even the investment you can make in um, new product, either online or your actual product lines. Finally, we've we, next we talked about how you know you can start testing, what resources, both techno technological and personnel, you need to get a testing program going. We talked about the nine steps of a conversion optimization platform and the value in doing continuous incremental A-B testing. We talked about how to take a testing program from one or two tests all the way up to a scalable process that really adds value to your e-commerce business. And finally, we talked not only about how to evaluate tests on a test-by-test -test metric basis, but how to evaluate the health of your testing program and really make the case that the ROI is positive for your business. We at Experiment Engine love e-commerce businesses. They are some of the most fun to work with. There's so many opportunities out there for A-B testing and conversion optimization when you're running an e-commerce company. And it's so exciting to see what works and sometimes what doesn't work. I welcome you to start your testing program as soon as you can. And please reach out to Experiment Engine team if we can help answer any questions about getting your e-commerce testing program off the ground or if you're ready to take it to the next level. Thanks.